Activity Quest, the podcast packed with things to do. My name is Bex, and in this episode, Adam's visiting a virtual reality gaming centre. We're giving you a list of places you can visit across the UK, and this Thursday is Earth Day. So Dan from the Fun Kids Science Weekly podcast is chatting to author Eddie Reynolds all about the climate and the ways we can help. Now, as you know, every episode of Activity Quest starts with an activity that you can do. And today, it's a bit of gaming. Hmm. Let me stop you right there, Bex, because it's not just gaming. It's virtual reality gaming. Virtual reality really began in the 1980s. A man called Jaron Lanier coined the term. Back then, 40 years ago, to do virtual reality, you'd have to get into a silly-looking suit covered in ping-pong balls. You might recognise it from the the behind-the-scenes of some movies. You'd have to put on heavy gloves and big goggles, and even then you'd struggle to play a game. It was also really expensive, meaning that VR wasn't really a toy at all. Now, though, you can do VR in your home. In fact, you've probably done something like VR without even realising it. Virtual reality has come a long way since the 1980s. Hi, I'm Mark. I'm the owner of VR Experience down on Southgate Street in Gloucester City Centre. Uh, VR Experience is all about the virtual immersive experience. So we've got thing, all of the sort of VR headsets, the gaming, the racing, uh, roller coasters. We want to kind of really kind of take people away from the reality, you know, give them some immersive experiences. And so in terms of some of the stuff that we've got here, we've got uh, a VR slide you described it as. And these sort of, I'm going to call them roller coasters. They're not roller coasters, yeah. but what are they? Well, they're 9D VR roller coasters. Both of the machines are the slide and sort of the two pods. And they're machines that you sit in, you put your VR headset on, and you can look in every direction. And um, it's, they are roller coasters, so they sort of move. And you generally feel, because it, the, the, all the different sort of senses are being tricked, that you are going upside down, that you are spinning around, doing impossible roller coasters that leave the track, that do jumps, that go through loops that go around cities like Dubai that you just can't get in real life. These 9D roller coasters were the very first thing that I rode. So the first is the slide, and it looks sort of like a stingray's back. You sit on it, you strap yourself in, a bit like an aeroplane seat, and then Mark turned it on. Please sit well, fasten the seatbelt, put on your helmet and look ahead. The game will start. And the great thing about virtual reality is you look amazing to the outside world. Looks super, super cool with your VR headset on. But to you, you're now going to be on a slide in the sky of Dubai. So you're going to whiz around Dubai, through the buildings, round the buildings. You can look all around you, look behind you, look under you. Now, luckily, I'm not afraid of heights. Whoa! But it does really feel like you're actually high up, even though you're just sat on a thing in the middle of Gloucester City Centre. It's the bits where it tilts and it feels like you're going to fall off. And that's the great thing about this machine in particular, the slide. Because of the shape of it, it doesn't have any of the vibration, the leg whip, the air. But because it's so slippy and like a dish... You do slide side to side. You don't feel 100% secure. Although no one yet has fallen off. So touch wood, tapping myself on the head. Uh, you'll be okay. You will survive. After the slide, it was time to ride what I can only describe as an egg. You sit in them. You've got two triggers either side. And they gently rock. 
back and forth. Mark assures me they didn't move much at all during my ride, and I know you're not going to believe me, but it genuinely felt like I was upside down. Prepare to have your stomach churned. <laughs> oh. oh, it does feel like you go upside down. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> And I'd say this is one of 130 different things on this machine. So you can do things like uh, go on Santa's sleigh, go on a, a giant mech and shoot some bad guys, fly through space and shoot some things, take on a zombie roller coaster. All sorts, all sorts. <laughs> proper, proper trippy, isn't it? You really do feel like you. Even though you're just sat there, you're just rocking back and forth slightly. Perfectly safe. But you get some people, they shake. They can't, they, they're like their muscles are all twitching because they just can't take it. <laughs> These roller coasters aren't the only thing in Mark's arcade. Let's hear what else he's got. And then moving around, you've got a one-way system in place at the moment. Moving around, we've got these racing games yeah so we've got six racing simulator seats so each seat has vibration in them so you can feel the rumble strip of the race they've got high-end professional steering wheels so they really do fight you back as if they were a real car uh, if you go 150 mile an hour over some dirt it's going to vibrate out your hand for sure they have wind so the faster you go the more they blow so you really get sort of the sense of that wind in your hair as you're racing a Formula one car around silverstone and with it being vr you've got your vr headset on and you can look in every direction you can look behind you to the side of you see who's coming look to your mirrors you're not looking at a tv screen it's there in front of you and it's and it's and it's 3d so it looks like it's there in front of you in full three dimensions as if you could touch it some people even get freaked out that they can see hands in front of them because they don't match their real hands <laughs> And then the very last thing, you've got one, two, three, four, three, four, yeah. four um, I'm going to call them VR booths. What, yes. what, what, what are these? What would you describe so, uh, them as? VR, a VR gaming booths have each got a high-end VR gaming headset in them. Uh, and they've got the sort of, as I sort of said before, the controllers that track your fingers, track the movements, and the headset and the controllers get tracked in full 3D space. So you can move around the play area that we've got in each of them, playing from a choice of more than 100 games. And that can range from Fruit Ninja, a bit similar to something you've probably played before on your sort of tablet um, or phone where you're swiping your finger, but this time, now you're there, the fruit is in front of you, it pops up in full 3D, and you've got swords in your hands and you're cutting them. Um, and all sorts of games that for all ages that they can play. Um, they're all networked together as well, just like the racing, where you can actually play together. So there are multiplayer games. So you can kind of uh, potentially take on a VR escape room, for example, which puts you inside a pyramid. And you've got to work together as a team to escape. And they're very cool. So I'm sorry, Bex, but it's a bit more than just gaming. Virtual reality is something you really have to experience to fully understand it. I am a convert. I absolutely loved it. Mark is going to tell us how we book. The easiest way of booking a sort of session is just to go on our website. So vrxpuk.com. That'll take you there. You can click on book now and you can choose the different things. You can see all the different information there as well. Um, you can walk in if we've got walk-in sessions available. Obviously, at the moment, we don't at this specific moment in time, but we should hopefully from 17th of May. Um, and prices do vary. So our motion simulator sort of um, roller coaster rides are £5 per turn per person. Lasts a few minutes. Racing is £5 per 
race per person as well. Um, that's five lap races. The gaming starts from £15 for half an hour. And as I say, as part of those sessions, you get more than 100 games that you can swap in and out of at all times. Um, and then the outdoor stuff is from £15 per person as well. So relatively cheap overall, uh, good value. We, t- we tried to kind of aim our prices a little bit lower. To, we wanted people to come back more often than just for, just for treats, just for birthday. We wanted them to come in a bit more often, every other week maybe. Big thank you to Adam, that sounds awesome. Now remember, the rules on what we can and can't do changed recently, but you should still check before you travel uh, and book in advance and always follow the guidance wherever you are. And whatever you get up to, whether it's VR gaming experiences or something else, we want to know all about it. You can leave us a five-star review wherever it is you're listening to this or get in touch at funkidslive.com slash activityquest. And we could read your comments next week, just like this one from Lily on Apple Podcast. She says, I went to the fun fair with my friend Frankie. We ate candy floss and then went to her garden and we did an outdoor survival challenge and ate loads of sweets. Great balance of outdoor and sweet activity there. Um, All right, if you can't go to virtual reality gaming like Adam, don't worry about it. Let's find out what else you can do in our weekly events guide. Car Park Party and the Birmingham Stage Company have started their UK tours. They're bringing theatre to the people with the safe and socially distanced from the comfort of your car drive-in family theatre tours. Choose from David Williams' Billionaire Boy, Horrible Histories' Balmy Britain, Gorgeous Georgians and Vile Victorians. It's £52 a car. Check out carparkparty.com for more info. Grab your putters as Club Golf is back in Coal Drops Yard in London. The wacky nine-hole course is designed by artist Baker Ambrowski and is inspired by the 80s and the 90s. A COVID-safe family activity, the course is entirely outdoors and clubs and balls are sanitised between each play. Bookings can be made in line with the government's rule of six. Tickets are £5 and under-12s go free. It's there until the 9th of May. Go to kingscross.co.uk to book. Oh, sorry about that. Excuse me. Anyway, uh, check out the new recruits in Mega Magazine's awesome comic, Fart Police. See what I did there? Fart stands for the Fast Action Response Team. They're inside this month's issue of Mega Magazine out on Tuesday. Join PC Toot, Constable Butts and Sergeant Windy for some bottom burp laps that'll be sure to blow you away. Plus, get all the lols, top gaming tips, elite posters and Mega will reveal the best machines in the universe, from Star Wars to Transformers, plus loads more of your favourite games and shows. Make your month Mega, in shops from the 20th of April. Loads of stuff for you to do there. And just remember, check before you travel, book in advance and always follow the guidance wherever you are. Now, this Thursday is Earth Day. That is the 22nd of April. Earth Day is all about our planet and the stuff we can do to protect it. Eddie Reynolds is an author and he's written loads of books, including one called Climate Crisis for Beginners, which is exactly what Dan spoke to him about. It's Activity Quest. Now it's Earth Day this week as well. And a a brilliant book that I think can open your eyes to what's happening around the world and maybe give you an activity or two so you can try and save it is Climate Crisis for Beginners. Uh, It's by Eddie Reynolds and Andy Prentice. And Eddie from the top team joins us on the show now. Hello, Eddie. Hi there. Thanks for having me on. Thank you so much for being there. Now, 
I guess climate crisis is quite a strong phrase. Why should we be worried about a climate crisis? That is a very good question. Um, and I'm sure it's something that a lot of people who listen to Activity Quest will have already heard about. They'll have heard it being called climate change. They might have heard climate emergency. They might have heard climate crisis. There are lots of people talking about it and lots of word, different words being used to talk about it. But essentially what it comes down to really is that the climate and our planet is heating up and that is being caused by the things that humans are doing. Um, this is causing lots of problems in lots of different ways around the world, be that to nature or to people who live in hot places or, to, or who live in places that are getting hotter. Um, and the point of this book is really to understand exactly what humans are doing and why that's causing a problem, but also really emphasise that it's by changing the things that humans are already doing that we can solve and get ourselves out of this problem. Before we talk about the brilliant news of the changes that we can make, you said that the world is getting hotter. That's what the climate crisis is. Now, to many people... That might not be that bad a thing. That's you know, very slightly true. hotter, slightly longer and hotter summers. The winters won't be as freezing cold. But it's quite a bad thing for people all around the world. Um, can you just tell us a, a, a few examples of people that are really bearing the brunt of, of the climate crisis? Yeah, sure. So, one example is people who live on islands that are uh, almost at the same level as the sea is. There are also health threats that people are facing around the world. So there are some places that are already very hot that are going to be getting very hotter. And scientists are predicting that some places, for example, in uh, northern and central India, um, for parts of the year, those areas are going to be so hot and humid that people can't actually survive outside for very long. So these are extreme cases. Now, when we hear about the climate crisis uh, on telly, on the news, uh, sometimes we feel that oh, this is this is more important people's problem than it is ours. They're the ones that are causing the damage that's heating up the world. When really there are, there are little things that we're all doing today that maybe is making the planet hotter for other people. Um, can you just run us through some of those things that are maybe causing the climate crisis that are, that is heating up the world, Eddie? Sure. So I think that's a, a really good point, And it's a one to listen to the, the thing you said at the beginning there, that it can seem like the climate crisis is being caused by other people mainly. But having said that, young people can do lots of things. Oh, uh, this is Activity Quest. It's a show about activities. What can we do to try and help out the world to try and stop this climate crisis? So I'd say that for young people listening at home, the top four big impact choices that any one person can make are number one, to avoid flying where possible. Number two, to live as car free as possible. So that means walking and cycling whenever you can. Number three, um, making sure that the electricity that powers your home comes from a source of energy that isn't causing the planet to heat up. And number four would be eat less meat because a lot of the ways that we produce meat uh, release greenhouse gases into the atmosphere, which are part of the problem that's causing the heating. Um, these are the four top 
things that scientists have identified that individual people can do. Um, obviously, as a young person, you might not actually have the choice over what happens in your house. Um, but these are still things that you can think about, bear in mind, and perhaps talk about with your families. Uh, so many different activities that we can do there, Eddie, to, uh, to keep us busy through Earth Day, which we are celebrating this week. Now, the book is, I love Osborne books as well, because they're so colourful, so well laid out, so creative, so to the point, which is what we need, especially with such a huge topic as the climate crisis. Uh, the book is Climate Crisis for Beginners. It's by Eddie Reynolds and Andy Prentice. Uh, Eddie, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks very much for having me and have a lovely Earth Day. Thank you to Dan and thank you to Eddie too. Climate Crisis for Beginners is out now and it's published by Usborne. Why not try out some of the things that Eddie mentioned this Earth Day, which is Thursday the 22nd of April. More on that at earthday.org. And that's it for this week's episode of Activity Quest. Remember, whatever you do and however you do it, tell us all about it. Go to funkidslive.com slash activityquest and remember to rate, review and follow this podcast wherever it is you're listening to it. I'm Bex. This has been a podcast for the UK's children's radio station, Fun Kids. You can listen to me on your DAB digital radio, online, on the free Fun Kids mobile app and on your smart speaker. Just say, play fun kids every weekday from 4pm. See you soon. So that was a podcast from the children's radio station, Fun Kids. Listen on DAB Digital Radio across the UK or online at funkidslive.com.